Welcome to Chit Chat. Tonight we're going to talk about invitations. You know, it's we're getting in the summer and a lot of invites are going out. So um, I know sometimes as um, special needs family, we tend to feel um, slighted when people don't understand that our impression of being invited might be a little different from their um, invite that they're extended to us, okay? So we're going to get right into it tonight. Before um, before we had our children or our child with um, a disability, when someone invited us out, we totally understood that when we accept the invite, it came with certain rules. And that rule or rules that the invite came with we didn't make these rules up. The in per, the person that actually invited us was the person or people that was that actually set the rules as far as if you accepted their invite that they were extended, you know, extending to us, to you, to me. Okay. I want to explain that the same rule or rules still applies. It's just that um, the fact that our world has changed, right? Our world has changed, which means that, you know, we have a child or, again, we have children with disability. So... You know, sometimes we're expecting that the person that is extending the invite would understand or probably would change some of the rules, you know, because of our now present situation. Sometimes it is okay to expect someone to change some of the rules of the invite or at least give a little leeway, a little accommodation to some of the rules. However, we as parents with children with disability also have to accept that when someone invites us somewhere, it is not our moment, it's their moment, which means that if it's somebody's moment, we have to respect the rules that is set. Sometimes it, it doesn't appear that it's fair. Sometimes you might feel um, like you're being picked on because you can't change your situation. And when I say situation, it might be, well, for example, your child might not be able to totally um, adapt to the environment, so... You know, we might be expecting that, you know, everyone not notice that our child is not, you know, 
is not adapting to the environment. However, we want the person that invite us to totally accept this. Sometimes the occasions that we're invited to, there's no room for accommodation. You know, I'm going to say that again. Sometimes when we are invited to certain occasions, there's no area or rooms for the person that is inviting us to give us special accommodation. Now, if this is not something that the person does all the time, but only need to do this particular time, we also need to respect that. Okay? We have to, you know, as they say, you know, get tough and um, within ourselves and understand that this is not our moment. And I just think that um, June going into July is just a fitting time for me to talk about um, invitations. Now, invitations, like I said, it comes with rules. By accepting an invitation from someone, it means that you are now accepting the rules that they are going to set for their invitation. For example, you know, this is like I said, this is June, so a lot of people are getting married or having graduations or you know, um, retirement parties or whatever special occasion that someone may have. When someone have a special occasion, it simply means that, for the most part, it cannot be done over. It means that someone put a lot of thought in their planning. For some people, a lot of money was invested in this occasion. They want it to be as perfect as can be. Not as perfect as we think it might be or cute. They want it to be as perfect as can be. Which means that if they're paying someone to video this particular event and it's costing them $2,000, they might not want to hear any screaming, any crying, or any complaining, or, you know, watching a child, you know, actually when they finish paying for their video, watching a child running back and forth, or screaming, or what, whatever, you know, whatever. We have to understand that and not take it personal. We also, as parents with children with disability also have to understand that not every invitation we have to accept. going to say that again. Not every invites we have to accept. And it doesn't mean that we're going to get mad because someone wished not to change their entire day or moment, you know, just because. We have to, excuse me, we have to adapt to now saying, 
I will send a gift. I'll drop a gift off. I'll wish you well. Or get a babysitter. Doesn't matter if it's family or not. We have to be honest with ourselves and we need to be fair that if someone is getting married, that's their moment. They're inviting you because they really would like you to be there. But at the same time, you're accepting an invitation and it, it comes with a far more respect than sometimes we want to admit. If someone invites you somewhere, it's because they really want you be, to be there. But you accepting the invite, it means that you're really going to respect what they need you to do in order for you to make their day special. Not your day special, their day. Okay? For a very long time when my son was younger, like I said, um, my son had stopped talking when he was two. He started talking again when he was four and a half, four, four and a half, somewhere around there. A lot of invitations, I went by myself. Either he stayed home with his father, or I just didn't go. Because I knew that he wouldn't be able to tolerate the long hours that was pre-prepared for this occasion. I knew that he would get fussy. Again, because it was, you know, noisy probably because of music. It probably would have been noisy because people were celebrating. It was a lot of people. I mean, I thought about a lot of things that would not fit into my son's idea of fun. As well as the fact that I knew if he, if I had taken him there, it would have been a disaster. Because he wouldn't have enjoyed it, which means that he would have been fussing. I would have been miserable trying to make sure that he's not making any noise and making sure that he was okay. And that was not the reason why the person extended that invitation to me. They extended that invitation to me because that day was all about them. By me. By me. If I didn't declined the invitation and I went, part of the invite would have been all about me and my son. Me calming him down, him probably getting upset if we got up and someone else sat and hit the chair that he'd been sitting in for an hour, you know, because, you know, let's face it, sometimes when our children are young and they really can't understand that, okay, the fact that you sat in the chair for an hour and now you got up, it means that now you don't have a chair. So now we're going to have to stand up if there's not enough chair until somebody else get up and then we steal their chair. So I just didn't go. Or I left him home and went, showed my face, gave my gift, gave my congratulation, and I left within the hour. My son is my responsibility 
and my son is my choice why he's here. It doesn't mean the person that gave me the invitation have to deal with someone that's crying for three hours, someone that's, you know, rolling on the floor because, you know, they don't like something or they want something. That wasn't part of me accepting the invitation. Part of me step accepting the invitation was the part that said, I am going to be there for you. I'm going to help you, the person that invite me, celebrate you. I'm going to be there to make sure that I am a part of your special day. I'm going to be there because you need me to celebrate with you. Not that you need me with my son screaming and now he's a part of your memory on your three, $4,000 video person that you had to pay. Okay? Not that... You know, he showed up in every picture or some of your special pictures because he decided that he wanted to go walk over there while a special picture or moment was being caught on camera. So it's not that someone is slighting you or it's not that someone don't like your child or your children. When someone invites you somewhere, If your child is not going to enjoy that type of occasion, then you should not bring your children or your child. Doesn't matter if it's family. Doesn't matter if you know this person since the day you were born. If this person is laying out money for this particular occasion to be special to them, I think as a friend, either you accept or you don't. But you cannot expect someone to change the rules of what they consider the perfect day for them. Nor can anyone get upset. You know, I'm going to say that again. If someone have planned a 50th anniversary or whatever they have deemed in their life to be important... And they invite you or myself or anyone with a child with disability. And we know that this is going to be too much for our children to enjoy. Either you decline the invitation, sorry, invitation, or you find a babysitter or you be a good friend and you decline. And if you choose to give a gift or you can't afford a gift, you give it. And behind all that mature decision that you made, it should not be any upset. It should not be where anyone is feeling any grudge. It just shouldn't be. Because, it again, it is not your day. It is not your day. The only plan that person had when they invite you was for you to be there to help them celebrate. Okay? That invite can be extended to anything. Okay? If someone invites you to their home, the rules that you probably have in your home is probably a little lax because that's where your child lives. It's a little bit more relaxed. If someone invites you or myself to their home, we're going to have to follow the rules that that house has. No, they do not have to relax their rules. Speak for us. 
you, me. No, they don't. That's their home. You, myself, have to decide, can your child handle the rule of this house? Okay? So we can either accept the invitation or we can decline. I'm going to say that again. If someone invite us, and that someone could be a family member or it could be a close friend. If they invite us to a barbecue, because it's beautiful now, you know, we're, you know, like what, a week or a couple of days before we um, jump into July, which will be July 4th, will be that major holiday in that month. Or any particular weekend or whatever, if someone invites you to their home, it's for you as a parent, it's for me as a parent, decide if we can go with our children. Invitations are only extended most of the time to children that are capable of following the rules of that occasion, of that environment. The fact that it's okay with your child to eat in your living room on your couch doesn't make it okay for the person that invites you. Maybe their children are not allowed to eat in the living room. Maybe they don't want anyone eating in their living room. The fact that someone invite you to a barbecue, 4th of July, and they've invited 50 other per, you know, other people there. The fact that they're going to have fireworks and your child, or, you know, I'm going to throw it in there, my child can't tolerate firework. We need to ask the person, at what time do you think you're going to start with the fireworks? If they say at 7 and the party starts at 4, it is all good. You can leave at 6. But don't expect, because you're having a good time, this person needs to tell everyone that we're so sorry there won't be fireworks. That's not fair, because when you accepted the invitations, it was extended that these are the rules that this person decided to make their occasion perfect. And part of their perfect day was having fireworks. No one have to cancel anything for you or me. What we need to do as, you know, as parents is decide what environment is perfect for our children. Not expecting everyone to redo their lives for us. Occasionally, a friend might decide that they're not going to do this or they're going to do that. But we should never have the mindset that because our child, you know, is this way or don't like this or like this, that, you know, that person know that this is how it works. So that, you know, that whole entire day should be planned differently. No. And no. When someone invites you somewhere, the day is planned how they choose to enjoy that day. It is up to you or me to decline because we know that environment is not going to support our children's needs. 
Again, I have left, when my child was younger, I have left many occasions before I knew, you know, I knew what will and won't bother my child. And it didn't bother me. I left. My son, when he was younger, could not tolerate hearing the happy birthday song. He hated it. I just don't know why. Now, you know, now, you know, and as he got older, I don't know, maybe about eight, you know, it stopped bothering him. Or even maybe younger, maybe seven, it stopped bothering him. But when he was much younger, he couldn't stand that song. Okay? Couldn't stand that song. So, okay, I did accept invitation, but what am I going to do? Tell the other person that, oh, you know, well, my son don't like that happy birthday song, so I'd rather you guys not sing it. No, I didn't do that. I knew that the cutting of the cake and the birthday song was usually more or less to the end of the birthday party. Okay? So I knew... So when it was time and getting closer to the birthday song, either I stepped out of where the party was being kept and let the song be sung to the child, that it was their birthday, their day, their parents' money that they spent to plan their day, I step out with my child. Is it fair for my child to be screaming and carrying on because I needed to see how this child cut his cake or blew out his cake? No, because it wasn't my child's birthday. So I would step out because I knew the crying was going to get started and I knew he was going to get fussy because, again, I, I knew he hated the song. Okay? Hated it. Couldn't stand it. So I stepped out. On the other hand, when I kept my son's parties, everyone understood that they should not say happy birthday to him or sing it to him because now this would not make his day perfect. I'm going to say it again. When you're extending an invite, now you can make the rules. I can make the rules. My son hates the song. But we are not there to tell other people not to sing happy birthday because it's not his moment. No one needs to change that. If they want to sing happy birthday in 10 different languages, that's their business. You either step out, I either step out, or we leave before that time. But no one have to change their entire day to fit anyone's time that they can enjoy themselves. It's not our day. However, when we keep our special occasions and we extend invites, we're expecting people to follow that rule. So if you're, if you're going to do a, a party or a barbecue, 
and your child do not like noise, you're not going to expect that a guest, you know, decide that he's going to bring a whole bunch of noisemaker and all of that and fireworks and start shooting it off because you're expecting that person's going to respect your rules. There'll be no fireworks and the music is going to be low. There won't be any rough houses and screaming and carrying on. It's going to be to a limit. Even though the children there are children, we're going to expect that parents abide to the rules set by you because that's your child's moment. And for years. So what I would do is I never bought cakes. I bought cakes that look like cupcake, but when you pull them apart, you would see that it's cupcake. And um, when it was my son's party and I invited, um, you know, my friends and my family come, they knew, they knew that um, when it was that time, as it is with the other children, when it was their time and they wanted that birthday song to sing and the clap and the scream and the light got turned off and all of that, they knew that at my son's party, it was the opposite. I would walk around and I will tell each guest, now you can just walk up to the table and just take a cupcake quietly. And they knew. No one wished my son happy birthday. But we knew them being there meant that they are wishing him happy birthday. But he didn't like hearing the words happy birthday. I don't know why. Because he was too young to understand that he was getting old. <laughs> but, you know, I'm you know, just making light of it. They knew. No one. My son is 15. And to this day, when he still get a party, and he's un- he understands, and he... But the, the difference that time has, um, has done for him is that if you now invite this 15-year-old that used to have a fit and carried on and cry and all of that because he was hearing the happy birthday song and you know I'm not going to like it and you know I hate that song, well, it's not your day. The difference between that child and now the 15-year-old teenager is he still don't like to be sung, anyone singing happy birthday to him. However, you can walk up to him and give him five on a one-to-one and say, you know, hey, happy birthday. And he'll say, thank you. But he doesn't like it being sung in a crowd where you surround a cake and sing it, no. But on a one-to-one, if someone walk up to him and like, you know, well, you know, hey, happy birthday, he'll say thank you, and, and it's done right there. However, now... Maybe since he was about eight, if you in, or seven, you know, if you invite my fifteen-year-old to a party now, you would get the best video of that singing of "Happy Birthday" compared to any other video, because he's gonna video everything. He's gonna video the cake with his phone. He's gonna video. Every, you will get the best video ever. Okay, of that song being, you know, he's going to get everything in there. That's the difference now. And that's what age will do with some children. It will mature them. They will, they will know 
they will start knowing as they get older, some children, the difference between it is not your birthday party, it's Janet's birthday party, it is not, none of this is yours, we're just being invited. So if you want, we can step outside, or you could be nice, and you can watch, you know, Jimmy blow out his candle. It's your choice. We don't have to go up to the table anymore. You know, we don't have to go up to the table. We can sit back and watch everyone go up. And, and my son just grew into that. He grew into being the child where he knew he was separate, separate from the child that was having a party. He knew that it wasn't his day, and he knew what would take place when it was his day. No one wished my son happy birthday because he hates the song. He hated it. And every guest that came to any party that I've ever kept, including family, none of us ever sang happy birthday because those were the rules, my rules, of accepting any invite to a party. Do not sing to my son. You know he doesn't like it. Why would you want, why would you want to ruin his day? Because that's what you do at every birthday party. No, you don't sing happy birthday. And, I, and people accepted it. My friends accepted it, and my family. There was beautiful cupcakes laid out. My son can't stand cupcake. I've never ate cupcake a day in his life. However, I have spent, I can't tell you how much money I've spent when there's party to make sure that the cupcakes were beautiful and perfect because those were for my guests. And in return, my guests knew that at a certain time, I would walk around and I'd say, well, now you can... Go get a cupcake. And everyone would quietly go and get a cupcake. Now, like I said, he's 15. And for years now, you can walk up to him. You can slap him a five or, you know, do the elbow thing or give him a hug, depending on how close you are with him. And just say, you know, hey, you're getting older. Happy birthday. And he would say, thank you. But I have never, and my son is 15, my son have never blew out a candle ever doesn't like it and I don't expect anyone that I invite to get into it with me why I don't have a candle and why the candle is not lit and I don't expect that because that's none of your business I invited you to a party I've, I've explained why and what would make my son's day special so I don't care about hearing about how many candles you wish to lit and and the cupcake doesn't look right because it doesn't have a candle it's none of your business you accepted my invite and that's it so you're on my rules and you're in my terms don't like it you can leave or don't accept it so no my son is 15 and you will see I'll buy um I will buy something now that says happy birthday, but it's not something that's going to be lit. You will see pre-lit decorated candles, but you will never see a candle being lit for my son. And he's 15. He just never liked it. So the same way that I expect the rules to be followed and the same way you expect certain rules to be followed, we have to give the people that are inviting us places, we have to give them a break too. I know that this particular um, podcast is not gonna, it's probably gonna rub some people the wrong way. But um, like I said, you know, 
we have to just be fair and understand that um, the fact that our lives might have um, changed, the person that we used to enjoy different moments with, their lives weren't changed. And prior to our life being changed, we were acting and doing the same thing they were doing. You know, when we gave out our um, invites, we had special rules that um, that we made up too. So the fact that um, that we have a child now, and there are certain things that our children don't enjoy, we can't expect the whole everyone that we know that's going to have a special occasion to be like, okay, whatever, you know, well, you know, Sophie's coming, so, you know, we can't have fireworks, and Sophie's coming, so, you know, the, the um, we got to make sure the table is six feet tall because, you know, her son is going to touch the table. We can't expect that, and we shouldn't. Because if we're friends or if, they're, if we're family, we're supposed to understand that other people have their lives as well. Yes, there are going to be you know, accommodations. You know, my son really don't eat everything. You know, but if the person can't afford to make it, or don't want to make it, or it's not part of what they want for their day, all I have to do is ask: Do you mind? If I bring something for my son to eat, you know, would that upset you if he eats it within the environment that you're serving a particular um, food? Because you're not going to have this food there. Is it okay for me to bring um, something that I know my son will enjoy? And, mo- and I'm going to be honest with you, almost everyone that I've ever had anything and I, um, and I have said that to them, they've always said it's okay. But do I expect that someone is going to, um, if someone said they're having a barbecue and everything was going to be barbecue, am I going to get upset because my son is not going to eat it? How am I going to get upset? That's the way they planned their day. My son don't eat anything with barbecue. He doesn't eat any kind of meat with gravy, period. Nothing that's wet. I should say, like he's, you know, he've always said when he was, you know, when he was younger, he doesn't need anything that it's fried and it has to be fried. He doesn't want anything dripping with gravy or anything on it. Am I going to ruin someone's day because I'm upset because I didn't feed my child before I get to an event and now there's nothing there for my child? No, I'm going to be the type of parent that's going to let you know, I don't expect you to fry, you know, four chicken legs or whatever it is for my son. But what I'm asking you is, being that you invite me, um, I'm going to be honest with you, I'll enjoy your barbecue, but my son can't and won't. If I have a babysitter, like I said, if someone is home, I won't bring my son However, if someone is not home or and they're busy or what have you, I'm going to let you know that um, I can come. However, can I bring um, food that I know my son will eat? Will that offend you? 
And for the most part, I've been told no all the time. Sometimes the person might even say, well, tell me what he likes. And I'm going to be honest with you, 99.9% of the time, I fed my son before we left. So the only thing that, when I went there, the only thing that, you know, that he would probably eat, and which was kind of cool, was, you know, if it was a, a, a children's party, they always had Doritos, and he loved Doritos. So he would get his Dorito, and he would have a, a ball. Um, he would have a ball. He never ate anyone's cake because he doesn't really particularly care for cake. He doesn't care about cupcakes either. So those things didn't bother him. But like I said, I knew that the invitation wasn't about me. I was just one of the people that were invited. So I didn't expect someone to have a special table of spread just for my son. No more than when we're doing a party for our children, almost... Everything that is going to be laid out is going to be something that our children enjoy because it's their day. Now, accommodation might be made and it might not be made, but people can't get upset. If I already told you that the only thing I'm going to have there is Frank and your child likes burger, it, then you know what? If you really want to be there, and you're a really good friend, then you then you bring a burger. Or you feed your child before you come to my event because you already know there won't be any burger. So I want us to kind of get, you know, like we need to get in the, um, the mind frame that love does not mean that someone have to change their entire world, that we fit in it. They just need to accept why we cannot partake of something that they're doing or that they're inviting us to do. And it's up to them to choose if they want to be accommodated, if they want to, you know, rearrange their special day for us. It's up to them if they choose to. It's up to us if we choose to continue being a friend because that particular person did not change their wedding, did not change their barbecue. Doesn't mean that you and this particular friend cannot have another special event that is just low-key, something planned around the fact that your child don't like this or your child don't like that. But what I want us to understand, because if we don't... um understand what it really means when someone invite us and the rules we're gonna um, become upset because we cannot like um, I don't want to say have our way but we can't see how important it is for this person to have a all about me day and not worrying about you for a second. You know, I, you know, like, I just want this day to be, this couple of hours in the day to be all about me and none about you. I want you to watch me be all about me. If we cannot understand that, um, the price we pay is isolation. The price we pay is getting our feelings hurt. And when I say isolation, it means that we're constantly going to be angry 
at someone because um, they know that, you know, our child, my child, your child, they know that my child don't like firecracker. And there they go, you know, they're inviting me to a party and, you know, and they're going to have firecracker. It's not about you. No one planned this party for you. The person have their plans and they like you or love you enough to include you in that plan. No, they do not have to cancel fireworks, whether it's family or not. That day is not about you or about me. So, isolation is going to be very much a part of anyone's life if they have a mindset that people need to change everything that they enjoy to fit them. And if you have the mindset that everything needs to be adjust to your liking, you're going to get your feelings hurt because even families will have occasions where they just flat out don't invite you because they know that the invites that they're extending, you're going to want things to be changed and move around and they do not want that to be part of their moment. So they might flat out not invite you. And then you're going to get your feelings hurt because everyone else was invited except you. So in essence, you know, like I said, I left before the the party was, if the party is being kept and most people, if there's a party or an invite, most people, it's within the last hour they're going to cut the cake. Now, I know my son don't like cakes. And even if he did, it's not your birthday. You do not have to get a piece of cake. It's not going to kill you. So for me, for us, when my son was younger, if the party was from six, well, from um, three to six, our entrance was, we always got there early. We always got there early because you know why? We knew we were going to leave late. We knew we, 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 knew we weren't going to stay late. So if the party was three to six, I guarantee you I would have been there maybe ten after three. And I would have already told the host that, um, you know, you know, my son really don't like the happy birthday and the roughness and the excitement and the screaming and all of that. And I understand and we just love you to death and to pieces. And I am so thankful that you thought about us. We are leaving at five o'clock. We're not even going to sit around until, you know, the party and all of that start. And now you're setting this kid off because now he, this child is thinking that they're going to miss something. But even though, even though you might stay, the, the entire staying is going to upset the child. Okay? You see? They don't want to miss anything. The excitement, you know, the all of that that's being set up where they see, you know, more activities going on over there. They might not want to miss that. However, that same thing that they don't want to miss is going to upset them and in turn upset you, upset everyone that's there. Because 
Everyone is going to be videotaping from their phone. No one wants to hear a screaming, crying child. No one wants to hear any of that unless it's the birthday boy or girl because then it's cute. So I would leave. I would leave prior to. I wouldn't stay. I because I was anticipating my child mood. So at five o'clock we would leave. We've been there long enough for my son to enjoy himself, and we came and we supported a, a, a good friend or a good coworker or a family member. We came, but we just know that the next hour is just not anything that we're going to enjoy, and we do not want to ruin it for the other people or for the person that the occasion is all about. So we would leave early. And that's all I'm saying. You know, when we get invitations, we need to think about, is this something that my child can do? Can my child tolerate sitting down for three hours? You know, if the table is set and there's fruits and there's this and there's that, is my child going to wait to be served or my child is going to start using his hands and pick up everything off the table that, you know, he or she likes? So we need to make sure that the environment is something that is going to be enjoyable by our children and enjoyable by the other guests that's going to be there because if it's not your child's party or an occasion that you're doing your occasion at your home or wherever you're doing it then it's fine with whatever your child does but if that invite that was extended to you or I was at someone's house, they have all the right to say they don't want your child jumping on their furniture. They have all right to say your child should not open my refrigerator. They have all right to say or get upset if your child go in the bathroom and decide to flood their bathroom or decide to play with bubbles or water and, and you know ruin the mat that they that they probably paid too much for, but it was just right for their occasion. Yes, they do have the right to get upset. So, and we have the right to decline invitations, or we have have babysitters, or we just don't go. Or we go early, drop our gift off, spend some time with the guests, the, the host that was inviting us, stay a little bit of the time, and we leave. It's okay. We showed our friend that we wanted to support them. We can stay for the first hour. Within the first hour, a lot of people won't show up. But enough will show up that your friend will understand that if you could, you would, and you leave. You know, let's um, enjoy other people's occasion the same way we want them to enjoy our Occasion, We don't want people to feel guilty or guilt inviting us. And at the same time, their, their stomach is in a knot wanting us to decline. We want people to live freely knowing that we still have the right to um, decline or, you know, or say okay. 
You know, we don't want to hold people hostage that they feel that they're going to have to invite us and anticipate, you know, that their occasion is going to be ruined one way or the other. I don't have to do that. You know, we don't have to hold anyone hostage because when we keep whatever we're doing and, um, and we are inviting other people, we don't want what we don't want. So when other people invite us, we need to respect the same extended rules. They don't want what they don't want. So I'm going to end it, our, um, our chat by just saying, who you were, who I was, before I have my little prince. Well, now he's a big prince. <laughs> before I had him. I am still that person. However, the fact that there are things he likes or dislikes, it is part of my job as a mom to accept a hundred and a thousand times every day, every second of the day, every minute of the day, because that's my child. Should everyone have to go through that every day? No. No, I'm the only one. My family do not have to have a wedding and have an understanding that, that, you know, that they need to go out and spend extra money just for my son. They don't. They don't. It is up to me to feed him what he likes before we go there. And, you know, if anyone knows me, I have a juice and chips or something in my bag that we're going to walk out, you know, if it's even in the garage or the parking lot or whatever. They know that I got food in my bag that my child like and we can walk out and we can walk back and forth up the block and he can eat it outside. Wipe his mouth and we go back in. He's full. He don't want nothing. That's, that's, that's my friendship. That's how I handle stuff with my family. You know, I know I don't hold anyone hostage even though they're families. I don't hold any friend of mine hostage. I will show up for your occasion for an hour or two, and I will leave when my son was younger. Or I make sure he was fed, and I had a bag, and that bag had everything that he liked. And if he told me he wanted something to eat or I knew he wanted something to drink and I went and I investigated and they didn't have that particular thing, I had something in my bag as my backup. And we would go outside. We would stand in front of the building or wherever the party was being kept and he would eat outside. Or if there were chairs outside, we would walk back and forth and he would eat or drink whatever he had to, clean his hands, his face up, and guess what? We'd go right back into the party like nothing happened because I am prepared. I walk with my child's food. I do not walk around thinking that everyone needs to understand that he doesn't like gravy and he doesn't like this and he won't eat that. That's not their problem. Their problem was to make sure that they put together a day of memories for them. For them. And that's the mindset we need to be. 
we need to be fair that when we did not have our children or a child with disability, when we had a party, we had a party that was all about for our kids or all about for us. Occasionally, if we had a vegetarian friend, we might put a few things here or there, but it was never a big spread because everyone did not like vegetarian food. Okay, but now that we have a child with disability, we had no choice but to adjust. So, we still have control. We can decline. We can go and leave early. Or we can find a babysitter. But we should never, ever make anyone feel bad that they can't have a day that they have planned to be all about themselves. Whether it's a special birthday, a graduation, or a wedding, it is not our day to let anyone feel guilty that we didn't include them in planning our day. If someone is getting married, it's not for us to say, well, they, you know, they know my son or my daughter is, it's not right for us to think like that because someone is spending thousands of dollars to have the perfect flowers in the church it's not right for you know for them to have to have to look back and see that flowers was taken out of place or you know part of their video have more screaming and and they can't even hear that they they can't even hear the vows that they were taking it's not right for us to know that, you know, if our children see, uh, you know, tables with candies or whatever, it's not right for us to think that it's okay that our child, you know, push their finger in the cake or do something. It's just not, if we know that our children cannot handle certain environment, it's always going to be okay to decline or we find some other way around it, but I just want us to understand that loving a person don't mean that you don't want something for yourself altogether, okay? Because the fact that I love my family, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that I cannot plan something that I want to go perfect, and part of my perfect is I want I have someone that I paid to video my dinner or video anything. Part of my perfect might be I don't want any background noise. I just want it to be perfect. Does that mean that I don't love a family member that might have a young child? No. It just simply means that I would like this three hours to be all about me. And, I, and that's what I want you to understand. You know, love has nothing to do with someone want to have a special moment and want you to be a part of that moment. We shouldn't expect people to change everything for us all the time. There are times when we have to change and allow people to be special, to enjoy their moments, to enjoy their occasions. So I'm going to say good night, and I... I don't mean to offend anyone with what I, you know, just um, shared with you, but I just want you to know 
that it's always okay to decline. And when someone invites you anywhere, it's out of respect. It's out of how they feel about you. It's how they know that your present would bring something special to their occasion. And when you accept that invite, it's for you to look at all these things and understand and accept and be honest with yourself if you do have a child. Can this environment trigger my child to make this person day not perfect? Because not every occasion can be done over. Some occasions, thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars, many hours of planning went into it. So it cannot be done over. So like I said, you know, think about the invites and not too much about how you feel about not being invited or because you may not be able to bring your child that you're offended. Because we have to keep in mind that when someone invites us somewhere, it's not about us. It's about the person wanting us to be there, to enjoy their moment. So we have to be honest with ourselves and loving enough to give someone four hours or three hours or however long that occasion is. It's for us to love on that person enough to understand that it's their day. They're three hours, they're four hours. I want you to have a pleasant, pleasant, pleasant week until we chat again. Good night. Stay safe.